Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Deadline's New Hollywood Podcast. We are back. Yeah, after like, <laughs> well, like no, two we, weeks. we needed to unwind after Sundance. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because that was exhausting. Um, but but it, fun. Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't as cold. Yeah, which, well, and which it did I, snow. Which I appreciated, because the first time I did it and it was snowing, I was, it was I mean, not the, the altitude was still yeah, yeah, got yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, and, but it was, it was fun. But it was fun. Now we're back. We survived and we're back and we're back on and our guest today, oh, sorry, my name is, <laughs> in case you forgot, I'm Amanda Nduka, and I'm the yeah, And I am the obnoxious Dino Ray Ramos <laughs> here at you, coming at you. And for our comeback yeah. uh, podcast, we have the... <laughs> Ruth Carter. The, of the costume designer of Black Panther. Black Panther. And of like millions of other like movies. Spike Lee movies yeah. and um, Malcolm X, uh, uh, Amistad. Yeah, exactly. School Days. If you've seen it, she's designed. She's probably the butler <laughs> for Brothers. Yes. Like, she's done amazing know, things. What's Love Got to Do oh With It? Yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was yeah, one no, of that, my that was, no, but, like, uh, one of my favorite. And then uh, Selma, she's done all the movies. But anyways, she's up for her third Oscar yeah, for, talk- for Black Panther, obviously. Um, you know, we talk about like a lot of, you know, obviously the costuming and how it really did. It's a story. Yeah, it's a story on its own. She like really schooled us and on. And I think it did a yeah. large prot part of this whole moment that yeah, yeah. the Black Panther created. Like we were talking about how, you know, people are now like the whole African garb thing. It's not like, oh, who's, you know, it's kind of like normalized a little bit or be more of a mainstream thing now. And people are more accepting of it. And, or Well, I'm just waiting to see some white girl. <laughs> I mean, that's probably happened. It just probably I mean, hasn't gotten on social media. I mean, yet. some but Kente yeah. cloth. <laughs> It's probably happened, but yeah, it definitely created. It definitely did its part to create this moment, uh, this Black Panther and moment. Just the way, because it's amazing how costume designers recognize details that we just exactly. don't see. Like how she talked about how red was a very conscious decision. Yeah. I mean, like it's also in the comics, but a conscious decision for the Dora Milaje because it's so imposing yeah. and there's like power and it's powerful the shaved heads every single little decision. It's so and, detailed, yeah, yeah. and it's crazy that like to think about having to shoot this movie in this magnitude and be so like have to pay attention to every little detail of all these costumes yeah i'd be everything. stressed out right like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she she unpacked all of that and yeah. we went into and and amanda has a, a connection yeah, to her we're, we're, what does we call it six degrees yeah. or probably it's less like than a, that one, one degree one degree, <laughs> one you degree one of separation degree. You're, yeah your aunt your favorite aunt yeah she was her there were roommates in college and my mm-hmm. aunt talks about it all the time and so i was like she's gonna be so excited yeah. to know that we had her on here um but yeah it's uh, you know we had a great convo um and it, I guess it, I'm it's just, I can't wait for her to win. Yeah, exactly. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> okay. just going to say that. I mean, like, I, I don't want to jinx it, but I, yeah. I, th- it's I mean, I think she has a good chance. She's won, she's won pretty much anything she's been nominated yeah. for. This but, season, but so. uh, well, you know, you never the, know, the Oscars, we'll, we'll talk about this. The Oscars nominations yeah. is, is, is questionable. They're, 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 it's going to be funny this year. I, yeah. I'm going to, I'm looking forward to seeing the aftermath of it. Yeah. With the whole like <laughs> mixing up of, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Well, I think we have, we, well, we're planning an episode with yeah, someone, yeah, and yeah. we'll talk we'll about talk it about later. It. But, but um, um, yeah. But until then, here is Ruth. Yeah.
Well, thank you, Ruth, for being here. Welcome to Deadlines in Hollywood Podcast. Thank you um, for having me. Yeah, so we just like, we're, you know, we like to celebrate culture. We like to celebrate um, inclusion and diversity. And so we just love to like hear your story from the beginning um, and just kind of get a sense of your journey in this industry. Yeah. Um, so when was it, I guess, when, when, when did you first um, know that you want to be a designer? Like, who were your inspirations growing up? Well, you know, a lot of people think I was inspired by fashion. People are always asking me, you know, do you sew? Did you make all your clothes growing up? And, you know, no, I actually, I was inspired by poets and writers, Langston Hughes, Nikki Giovanni, Sonia Sanchez. I grew up, like, reading those stories, you know, Crystal Stare and A Raisin in the Sun. And those stories were just so vivid and alive to me. I could picture those characters. I could picture the environments. And, you know, I, I wanted to recreate that. I wanted to recreated as an actress at first okay and so I was in all those little summer programs that kids are in where they mm -hmm. get to perform and I love to tell um, poetry uh, spoken word mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and through that I found a love for the theater oh. mm. and that's kind of what was my trajectory I, I, I came from an artistic family my brother uh, my oldest brother is a fine artist and uh, my other brother and I who's closest in age to me we mm -hmm. would would uh, copy him all the time and mm -hmm. we had characters we would draw and so my older brother kind of guided us through you know the art medium where we you know saw you know his art through charcoal and oil and acrylics mm -hmm. and and there were pads and pads and, and and pencils around you know growing up I knew what an HB lead was a 2 HB a 3 oh HB yeah, so I was like, is that something, that's that's something a, lot, a lot of people know what that is? Yeah, I, yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew a soft lead, you know, and mm -hmm. I knew how to blend. So those things were intriguing to me. They didn't teach that in school when mm -hmm. I was coming up. Mm -hmm. And so I'd go to school and, and I'd share my art with my my fellow students and oh, wow. and my teachers and they'd say wow you know you you uh, you have talent mm -hmm. and you know hearing that I was really proud of that mm -hmm. you know and sometimes I would take um, my uh, my fellow my my friends their senior um, senior class photos and. I remember drawing one of my best friend's senior class photo in pencil, and, and then I took her boyfriend, his senior class photo, and I drew his right beside hers, you know, so he was like in the background and she was in the foreground. Mm -hmm. And her mother just know, loved it. Cool. You know, she was like, I hope you never break up with him, because this picture's right? going on the wall. All right. So wait, where did, where, where did you grow, or where, where were you going to school? I was going to school in Massachusetts, oh, okay. you know, public school, you know, I'm a public school girl, you, uh, mm -hmm. you know, no art class you know yeah. um you know i had i, I have one art class i remember um uh, in like 10th grade and um we were using clay yeah yeah and, i think uh, we all did that yeah everybody had the clay class you know right it was the same teacher it was the same teacher she was wearing the yep. flowy cardigan yeah he was always out there smoking the <laughs> yeah cigarette, right? you know while we were in there y'all you know, like, do this nothing. right i'm gonna be i'm gonna go outside real right. quick exactly <laughs> exactly yeah but you know i was the one who was taking it serious uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah and, mm -hmm. um yeah, so that's kind of like where, you know, the inter the intersection happened. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, the intersection of theater and art 
And then, um, you know, I never looked at it as a real profession. Mm-hmm. So I got, I, I went to, to Hampton University because mm-hmm. Hampton was a family school. You know, mm-hmm. all my cousins were there. It was the HBCU. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, I was kind of wanting to just go have some, have a good time, yeah. you know, go to a black university. Um, and my cousins were like, you know, come on, we're here, you know, come, come, come join us. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my uncle was head of fiscal affairs and treasury. Uh, he's since retired, but um, so I was like, okay, it was the only school I applied to, and uh, I went down to Hampton and I studied teaching because mm. uh-huh. my mom was like, you should be a teacher. I was like, okay. <laughs> 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 I was just that simple. Like, okay, <laughs> why not? <laughs> okay, sure. Like, really. <laughs> and uh, I studied special ed. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And because uh, I wanted to be uh, working with deaf children, theater for the deaf, I thought, you know, I was still mm. bringing in that little bit of theater in there. Yeah. Um. And like two years into it, I was always in the theater. Uh-huh. So I switched my major. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. I met you before, but I um, I told you my aunt and um, Indidi, she was your Indidi Chakuma. Yeah, she was no. your roommate. <laughs> yeah, she told, she told me to make sure I mentioned that. But, Look at yeah, this. Yeah, no. <laughs> she's always she's always talking about you. <laughs> okay, my notes. <laughs> okay, so let me tell yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, so so wait, what uh, year? What year? Like how long were okay, you wait, roommates? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did not pledge, but then again, I did. Yeah. I pledged a social uh, social club that um, it, that uh, promoted the arts on campus. Uh-huh. And it was called Calliope, you know, uh-huh. the old the old mandolin mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. thing. And uh, Ndidi Chikuma, mm-hmm. your aunt, and uh, we were on the same line. And Ndidi from Ghana, mm-hmm. right? No, 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 Nigeria. No, Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Nigeria was my line sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we pledged, we had the highest GPA of yeah. any other uh, organization, right, social then. club, or sorority uh, collectively on the whole campus. There you go. Was it, it was a black sorority too? The black was it? sorority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there were only four of us. <laughs> And you guys used to dance. She just talked about you guys used to dance. We or do like did a African dance, yeah. dance yeah, yeah, in the yeah. middle of the quad on campus. We had African drums. We we promoted the arts. Yeah. We were really proud of that organization. Well, it was more than four of us, but like mm-hmm. no no more than like maybe twelve. Yeah, that's still that's still good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a strong number. We had a small, I mean, there were chemistry students. There were chemistry mm-hmm. majors. They were like big time. You know, difficult majors, and uh, and then there was me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and then I uh, I was uh, in my hometown. I I was in a contest, beauty contest, Miss mm. Black Harambe. Oh. Indeedy sent me my queen's gown oh. to wear for the contest for you know when you're walking yeah. your walk. Okay. And it was beautiful, and then I won. Oh shoot! Okay, I'm gonna. She never mentioned that story, so I'm gonna bring that. Look at up. this. Yeah. She sent me Connecting. my gay and okay. my beautiful everything. Yes. Oh. So. so it's interesting. So you started in stage and theater, and then obviously ended up doing film with Spike Lee's uh, School Days. Was that that was the first one you did, right? That was yeah, first one. yeah. Oh. Um, which is again yes. <laughs> a classic. Um, Love it. But how was that kind of transition for you going from? Were you designing on when uh, during for stage production? Yeah, you well? know, yeah. I was known on campus as a costume designer. Okay. Once I changed my major and I did one production, everybody was like, "That's the costume designer." Mm-hmm. So I did everything. So I actually. Um, 
taught myself costume design in college. Mm. There was no real major, so I just kept doing it for everyone. And I was even doing, like, you know, the thriller, you know, the thriller, Michael Jackson's thriller video. Mm. We recreated that, and I did all those costumes. (gasps) You know, I was like the costume designer, you know, never going to class, just (laughs) doing costumes. Uh, But anyway, I went to class. And uh, so when I got out of school, I did internships. I went to Santa Fe Opera. I did mm-hmm. a local internship. So you know, I had a I had a foundation. You know, I knew how to break down a character, break down characters from theater. Um, I, I I just knew a character. Mm-hmm. I knew mm-hmm. how to study a script. Uh, you know, I knew how to bring uh, artistry to fabric. Mm-hmm. I knew. Okay. I knew. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know the film medium. Film medium was new. So that transition was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that that film was so big, it was vast. It was like you were you were living in the world as opposed to theater, where it's like a little bit more protective, insular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have your cast, you have your director, you have your rehearsals. Everybody is like a close knit little family. Yeah, it's like of, very intimate. And yeah. intimate of like yeah. ten, you know, however yeah. big the cast is. Exactly. But film is like, bam, yeah, we're gonna shoot the the you know we're gonna shoot Homecoming. We're gonna uh, do yeah. So you have the like the main show, cast and like the extra you know. And, and now stuff. I'm like. Dressing masses of you know sorority fraternity, mm-hmm. so that was that was massive for me. So I spent long, long hours. I had a crew and everything, but you know, for this person who was new to this, uh, the dedication that I put into it really kind of um, was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I would say, mm-hmm. um, but I took it on. Uh-huh. I took it on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. We're glad you did. Yeah, we're glad you did. Sorry, I'm right? no. down, though. But no, it's not. Yeah. 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 Um, so, of course, now, you know, we're, 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 we're going to fast forward to Black Panther. Okay, good. Let's fast <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll mention the other ones okay. later, but it's very much a cultural milestone. Yeah. And the costumes, you said before, are very inspired from different African cultures. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in, an, in a Vanity Fair video, you know, there's... There, there's a scene breakdown of yeah, the, the set video. piece. Oh my God, it's like, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. So, you know, you, you talk, they talk about the um, costumes of Lupita, Denai, and Chadwick and break that down and unpack that for us. And there's such meaning and, and, and um, detail, attention to detail to every one of their costumes from the color to the Wakandan print mm-hmm. to everything. But when you were designing for, for costumes, um, and for how deep do you dive into you know the narrative of the costume so that it doesn't like kind of get lost you know it doesn't get too convoluted but you want to make it accessible mm-hmm. for the narrative how do you yeah. kind of well, balance that you know I've been that? doing yeah. this uh, for so long I kind of figured out when to stop yeah, <laughs> yeah. but especially you with know, a superhero like, oh, super meaning here I'm yeah. gonna yeah, like, exactly. write a story <laughs> inside the costume and maybe he'll open his jacket <laughs> and people yeah. can read it mm-hmm. um no, because you have to have uh, certain layers in order for people to actually um, feel that something has depth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we start with depth, and in order to have depth, you have to have uh, texture, and so and then you have to have color, and you have to have um, surface. Okay, so within that, those three principles, I in, I infused a um, a meaningful pattern mm-hmm. and a meaningful color. And the surface has a meaningful texture. So now we have the elements of design that you need to create a garment, but those elements are you borrowed 
from African tribes or African culture that add meaning to the to the garment. Mm-hmm. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. So that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, just just watching that breakdown and like schooling us, I'm like, oh, oh my god. But, but how even com- like the colors, like yeah. the, 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 how how about like individualizing each each uh, each style? Like how okay. how complicated did yeah, that? Yeah, like get? individualizing yeah. but keeping yeah. them like exactly. it's a collection yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not just yeah. like the the main characters, but also mm-hmm. like the you know the different tribes that were mm-hmm. represented like mm-hmm. during the uh, mm-hmm. the first the ceremony the ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we did have a Wakandan like Bible that okay. was created by Ooh. Hannah Beekler and Mike <laughs> Googler, and they um, outlined, you know, the tribes that we would be inspired by and what uh, Wakanda was as far as it was as a as a nation. It was a barefoot community and sustainable, and we had all of those kind of um, guidelines that you could read about. Um, you know, uh, Wakanda had sort of a, a, a their their a com- their a commuting system. You know, their rail system, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what it was composed of, and and they had like a central park, their 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 system of legal, like if you did wrong, what happened? Oh my God. Wow. So you could actually just go deep. into yeah, this. I want this and Bible. Really, yeah, you could really read about. So so within that, you get to these tribes, and you go, well, we're not going to just show them in their ancient mm-hmm. uh, and indigenous uh, form because they have moved ahead. They are a real community. We got to show them as they are in a in a modern society. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you take that inspiration and you look at it in, ser- in terms of a futuristic world. And as uh, an example, it would be uh, the Indivelle, um tribe and their neck rings and oh, yeah. arm rings for the Dora Milaje completely transfers to a superhero model, mm-hmm. but like one to one. It's like there's mm. nothing different about those neck rings yeah. than they are in, in the, the door yeah. Mirage. But the idea of the costume is different, mm-hmm. and the reason for the costume is different. Um, their their back skirts, I like to call them, uh, are made out of hides because uh, they uh, the Himba women like to stretch the hides and uh, mm. make skirts out of them and and they make formed like a little ruffling on the edges of those hides so we did the same thing we used the same kind of tech techniques and we used the soaping of the of a calf skin to stretch the edges of the hides and ryan wanted us to hear the dora milaje before they approached oh, and wow. i saw so like that jangling yeah that jangling yeah. that you hear there's certain Love scenes it. where you hear them walking through the the royal palace and you hear that jingling well the Himba women put these little rings on their on their hide, these little metal elements on their hide. So we added the metal metal elements, but now we're using it differently. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're we're translating a lot of elements of beauty from the African model into mm-hmm. the Black Panther, so that we can actually train you to see them differently, to see them in the way that they see them in a beautiful way. It's it's using beauty. It's defi- redefining beauty because yeah. we're trained in one way. Mm-hmm. And and they're trained in another way, so it's actually trying to bring beauty um, and the elements of beauty together. Oh yeah. Well, so and then it's it's obviously a superhero movie, and 
how was it like? Did you work with the CG people for the the Black Panther costumes? And how was what were the challenges? Because it's not anything tangible. Mm-hmm. How, what were the what were the challenges and benefits in creating a CG costume? Yeah. yeah. Well, when we first looked at Adi Grado's uh, illustration of the Black Panther, mm-hmm. and we saw that the kinetic energy lit up, you know, and it had this veining effect all over the the body, you mm-hmm. know. At first, I thought, you know, am I gonna have to light this costume <laughs> up? Oh my God! Like, like if it doesn't the light up, that. I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that was done in post. But what we had to do was actually create the path that the, oh. the light would travel around. And on that path was the Wakandan language. And so we had to go through all of this you know, discussion about, well, if we put the Wakandan language on the suit and it travels around, what does it say? Mm-hmm. And you know, all those fans out there are going to dissect the language. <laughs> and so we decided that it wouldn't say anything. It's just a B, C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K. And, um, but, uh, but as far as like CG and VisFX and all that, they came to me and they said, you know, don't worry about us. You do you. Do what you do, and then we'll take it from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of freeing cool. for me because you go into this kind of a world and you think, you know, oh my God, you yeah. know, this is Marvel costume work. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's costume work. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. costume work. Mm-hmm. But just in a different medium, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Way, yes, in a way, yeah, no. You know, yeah. they they want to take whatever artistry you bring as a costume designer and enhance it oh, with what they do. Nice. Yeah. I'm curious, and I don't know if this has been talked about. I'm sure it has, and I guess I, I might have just missed it. But what went into the decision of uh, shaving the Dora Milaje's their, their hair? Yes. Okay. So, well, there was a lot of decisions with that. Uh, first, uh, the Dora Milaje was this real vibrant red, you know, and mm-hmm. I upped the red even more to, so because we can only make so many of them, they were. It was an expensive costume to make, you know. Vibranium is expensive, mm-hmm. and, as, uh, as, the, as we all know, as guys. We already know, and it's in limited <laughs> supply to us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we could only make so many, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So if we had eight, we wanted to feel like, you know, there were 12 mm-hmm. there or 15 mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So I made that imposing red really strong and vibrant. The other thing was it, what, the we had an idea that the less hair you had on your head, the higher your rank. Mm. So there, in the beginning, some of the Dora had, you know, mohawks or whatever kind of hot African styling that they would have. Some had the heads, their side shaven. Some might have a little tuffet, you know, there. And Okoye was the only one who was completely shaven. Mm. And then one day on the set, Ryan called us all around and he said, I've made the decision to shave all of the women. Oh my! I just can't imagine. Like, I was there, were there, were like there was were people gagging and like there was a lot of tears. friend just turned around and just stormed off. You know, because <laughs> oh, yeah. she's the hair designer, she's the hair designer yeah. and like all of those best laid plans, you know, just gone. But um, and I felt bad for her, but. Um, <laughs> You know, I think it had to maybe do with some tiling that mm. they needed to do because you see way more Dora yeah. in the film than yeah. we actually had. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. I kind of like that idea of the, the ranking by hair yeah. thing. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> I would have loved me to too. see, but I, I love the the, the, the shaving yeah. heads. But yeah. well, just to imagine. Tattoos. Yeah, just to yeah. imagine like one of them fighting with a mohawk. I'm mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah. Right, to die for. You yeah. see that in the comics. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, the, the only reason I ask that is because I know, like, especially, like, in Nigerian culture, like, when you're young, it, school school girls have to have their head shaved. Not necessarily bald, but yeah. you have to carry short, short hair. hair. Yeah, so I was wondering that. if that was 
had anything to do with um, I don't know you yeah. know there there are some things some gifts from God from heaven yeah. above you know that just come down yeah. and it's like we're going to give you this idea boom yeah you know <laughs> and it's powerful um but speaking of that like were there any kind of um were there any fears of backlash? And when I, I'm asking that because I know whenever any like cultures are watching themselves, especially when it, it doesn't come from your culture. Um, obviously Wakanda is not real, but it's it's you it know. isn't. No. <laughs> but it's like it you is know, now. It's, 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 I know, right? It's it's African culture, so you, you kind of look at it at a different. Like I know for for me and my friends that are Nigerian, we were like talking about the accents, talking about the clothing, like all that kind of thing. Yeah, you're, those, you're those things, to yeah, validate. Yeah, those things really stand out to you. So I, I wonder, would, did you guys fear of like backlash of cultural appropriation or yeah, anything of course. like that? Like, well, you know, I, I can only really speak for me, and I think that everyone had the same concerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, for me, I was very careful of not, you know, like like um, wax cloth, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that it came from the Dutch, you know, and was presented to Africa. I was a very careful about not using very much of it. Um, there are things that I felt I wanted to be very authentic mm-hmm. with, and that was, you know, going back to the original ideas. I, I had shoppers around Africa in Ghana, in Nigeria, in South Africa, sending me like real hemba pieces, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. real neck rings because I wanted to be inspired by the actual yeah. things, the actual color. And it, it was very important to all of us. You know, we went to South Africa and got the Lesotho blankets. We went to Korea and had the hanboks made. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, wow. It was important. And I think that we all knew that you couldn't be perfect. You know, there's nothing that's going to be perfect. Somebody's going to find something that's wrong. But um, because we had a lot of Africans in our film that were also kind of advisors and and um, even um Ludwig uh, traveled throughout Africa to come up with the score, oh and he God. used Baba Mal, uh, you know, the, the call for the, the elephant call mm-hmm. in, in the score. Just, I play that in my car <laughs> in the morning, and I'm, like, just, like, charged just by that call. Yeah. So... I just think that we can only do what we can do. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. best we can do it. And this was such an opportunity through Marvel mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of who we were and what we weren't, we wanted to honor Africa. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. It, it comes off well. Like, yeah. you could yeah. tell that there was care yeah. and it wasn't just like, oh, hey, let's throw this together. Yeah. And that's what I appreciate yeah. about the, the film and just the, the production design, the costume design and everything. Yeah. I also really like the fact that it made people interested in Africa, mm-hmm. like especially like people who have never been and don't have any ties or lineages out there. It's like now you're really interested in the culture, looking into it, wearing mm-hmm. the clothes and maybe even visiting the continent one day, oh you goodness. know, like I, I, lo- I loved how the film did yeah. that. Right. And I have heard uh, testimonies from um, women that or one woman who had an African shop and she said she'd wear her traditional uh, garb and people sometimes would stay curious but never say anything or just be like you know yeah like strips. you look at you like strange, strange. Like str- yeah and then black panther came out and now everyone Every, walks yeah, out yeah. Are wearing it. it's like in the mainstream yeah even though, I mean, they, it's like, even though they they're like oh did you get that from wakanda yeah. like, no uh, i mean it's like <laughs> this is this is this is not like it, it sounds horrible to say but it kind of normalized it, it what, did. Yeah. i mean it, but it but I her sales that. Yeah, she yeah. said her sales yeah. and her stores yeah. skyrocketed. i mean i know i was looking for those blankets i was like I'm always like, Mom, send me more fabric. Yeah. I'm just gonna make stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, but like, uh, but with this nomination, obviously you've been uh, nominated for an Oscar for for your work on Black Panther, and this would be your third nomination. Yes, and, Almost and Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and then obviously, I mean, 
amongst, I guess, it was, I think this is, you're tied for the most nominated black women with uh, Octavia Spencer and Viola Davis. Really? Let me let me know if I'm wrong. I don't no, know. no, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I haven't looked into those yeah, statistics, yeah, yeah. but that yeah, sounds good yeah, to you're, me. Yeah, you're the most nominated black woman with, with Octavia and, yeah. and, and well, those three are times. My, those are some strong, well, and strong it is. women. And you know what? It's, it's, it's a great moment for not only, obviously, being a black artist, but not being a black artist who's behind the camera. You know, we, we, a lot of the times, like, we don't get a, there's, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of black women behind the camera, period. Right. Or um, in any of those positions. So this is a great moment for, for, for that as well. How does it feel, what, do you, what does it feel for you being a part of this? And do you see this moment really being um, telling of, like, a shift in Hollywood? Yes, I okay. think it's a shift. I think when I started, there were uh, not uh, very many uh, people who looked like me that I could say, I want to be her. Um, I did you know, look at other costume designers as my mentors. It didn't matter what color they were. Yeah. I studied their work. Um, but I'm happy to be um, the person who uh, blazed a trail for others to come behind me. And so that's what that means to me, mm -hmm. that, you know, we're opening up a door. I don't want to be the only one. Mm -hmm. I want, you know, it's a shame that we're still in a time where I'm the first or I'm the one of very few. I think we have to start somewhere, and hopefully this is a beginning of opening that up that door where well, we don't have to be so concerned and so um, celebratory over the yeah. first or the second. You know, we it, don't really need to even be bothered with that anymore. And mm -hmm. that's where I'm hoping this is leading. Because it's like, yeah. it's going to be such the norm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you kind of answered my next question because, you know, you, you have been, you are in this league of like a Colleen Atwood, Sandy Powell. Oh, God. No, I, I'm serious. You are. And even Colleen, Edith, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and, no. and Edith Head, even. No, Edith no, Head. I'm, I'm she serious. did like 300 films. <laughs> No, but I think you're I'm you're, you're tired already. <laughs> you're like I'm tired. I'm done. But it's like but like what Edith Head was like the only one at the time, right? Yeah, well, she yeah. was in the studio system. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah it's a whole but other like, thing. but you know, you, you're you're already even with Black Panther, even with all these Spike Lee movies, you're leaving this legacy, and I, I think that's very appreciative. But what do you think is the difference between costume design and fashion design? Oh, uh, there's a huge difference, mm -hmm. and I think those uh, who are pursuing fashion design are doing a, you know, uh, are, are doing their artistry in a different way than a, cost a person who's studying costume design. Mm -hmm. Costume designers are storytellers, and they're looking at a script, and they're telling a broader story, a bigger story. They're using costumes as, like, wearable art, and mm -hmm. fashion designers do the same thing, but in a different way. They mm -hmm. have a muse. They have one person who they're, they're directing their energy towards. That person's life style and they and they stay steady with that there's sometimes um they're sometimes creating a a persona, you know, mm. like you would a uh, person on the red carpet. You know, what is this actor actress's oh, okay. persona? Right. Um, we're creating a a story within a story. So mm -hmm. we, not only do we have this person who is walking through a scene, but what happened to that person in that day? What mm -hmm. happened to that person in his life or her life? Mm -hmm. And those things we want to reflect in their clothing. You know, are they happy today? Are they sad today? Mm -hmm. You know, did they come through the rain? You know, ha are they poor? Are they rich? Uh -huh. You know, it, we, we tell so much story in their clothes. Mm -hmm. And fashion designers tend to basically deal with a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> speaking of Good that, answer. yeah, speaking of that, and we just want to obviously take advantage of the fact that you're here to get your expertise on this, but like a couple of fashion houses have come under fire mm-hmm. lately for, <laughs> for, for, oh. for doing, uh, uh for that are, stuff, yeah. well, well, that, that reflects, you know, I don't know if you've followed the story. So Gucci's came under fire. I think that that's the most recent one because they had a sweater that uh, was, yeah. had a, it covered your face. It was like a, a turtleneck that covered your face and it had a, a big cutout, red lips, a big red lip cut out. And so people were accusing them of blackface. Prada also had the mm. the chains with the big, the the dark, the dark faces the, the, and the, the sambo, big, the, the big, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I think H uh, and M had their own issue oh, a couple yeah. of long yeah. time ago. They did that Wakanda. Yeah. Thing too. So why do you think that in 2019 we're still having to like you know call like call, call people out, out these yeah. people, or know, why are even these fashion houses these high fashion houses? Yeah. How, why are we still calling them out for doing such tone deaf? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, we're one country. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, fashion reaches over, you know, the world. And I don't think the world is as careful about, you know, what we're concerned about as far as living together and being this melting pot of, you know, diversity and inclusion. And you can go to some countries and you can see how people are treated uh, poorly uh, Mm -hmm. still. You can see how diversity doesn't matter. You can see how women's rights are uh, ignored. You can still see that they're behind us Mm -hmm. by, you know, leaps and bounds. And so in light of that, I can see how some of these designs can slip through Mm -hmm. and get into the uh, lines and people think that it's funny or it's okay yeah. um, and that there's nothing wrong with it because maybe they're not indoctrinated in the same way that we are here. Yeah. A lot of things are not, or their origins are not from this country because it's too expensive to manufacture mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. A lot of things go through the runway from, you know, from Paris and from London. I'm not in the fashion industry, but mm-hmm. when I am, I feel like, you know, it's a brutal industry. It's, mm. it's pretty... You know, it's pretty gross at times. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I know, like Spike Lee came out and was like, he's calling for a boycott, and he, you know, not a boycott, but he's basically but, saying that yeah. they should they should hire black designers. Or, but I guess I see what you mean. But it's 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 a you and know, they, I mean, you know, they I think they actually do have black designers. But you're right, it's a different it's like a, a different culture when you because I mean they they didn't go through I guess the the slavery or the the Jim Crow era like we did here. So maybe they just I, I, that that makes they just sense. don't know better. Then, you know, yeah. yeah. And, some, and and then and then they aren't yeah they aren't indoctrinated in yeah. the same way. So you get someone who comes from the UK and they weren't raised in the same way that we were and so they don't really even, they'll say they don't see color. Yeah. So they might wear <laughs> that that turtleneck themselves yeah. and go, what? It's yeah. funny, you know? And we're like, I'm going to kill you. Right <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But I mean, I guess all you can just do, continue doing is calling out companies and hopefully that's going to bring about some type yeah, of Yeah, but you know, companies, the corporation, you know. The, yeah. They're just going to be all, they're just going to shrug. They're going to, yeah. you know, yeah. shift their, shift like, their. You boycott Gucci. Like how many people can actually afford Gucci to like boycott Gucci? Gucci or yeah, yeah. The people, people who want to boycott Gucci can't really afford it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the ones who I mean, have it are like, Gucci I spent so much money on no, this. I don't care. To what? Like you want me to not wear this? Yeah. Like, like, I'm, gonna... I'm not gonna wear that one little gochi piece <laughs> I have. Gochi piece no, I have. Go-chi. <laughs> go-chi. Um, okay. So before we wrap up, we like to know what's next um, on your agenda. 
I particularly want to know if you're going to be on Black Panther 2. Yeah. I know that they've announced that Ryan is writing and directing the next one. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's, <laughs> if that's something well, you can I talk about. Well, I feel like we had a, we had a very uh, good, cohesive team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we all liked each other. And um, we we all sat in conference rooms with Kevin Feige, Victoria Alonso, Luis Esposito, Ryan Coogler, Nate Moore, mm-hmm. Hannah Beekler, the whole team all sat around together just like supporting each other and so happy to see all of our ideas. And I can't imagine that they would want to break that team. No, same. neither. I mean, yeah, like, same. I just want to see the elevated. They should you know, bring everybody, I mean, everybody like, back, even Michael B. No, I mean, I know okay. he's supposed to. No, he's because I was, you know. Oh, was that he a, might be shooting it, something it, else by yeah, the production but, company. But you once Captain know. Marvel comes around, there may be a time shift and oh, a different stop. timeline. And Michael, <laughs> No, I'm serious, because it's the comic book world. That's Everyone true. could come yes, back. They but yeah, come back. You might go back in time, Yes, he's still alive. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Captain Marvel's going to change some stuff, guys. Well, I'm is, here for yeah, that. <laughs> this is obviously an award-winning team, so it only makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, I had a nerd out sense. there. <laughs> he like has all. The I, I was like, no, wait, my God. <laughs> yeah. But is there anything else that you could talk about right now? No. Okay. <laughs> well then. I mean, I just, I'm, I, I mean, the award season is so active. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, like, oh yes. <laughs> you know? Probably more. Yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah of we, we just have to like sit there. You have <laughs> yeah. to actually yeah, do if stuff. If you wanted me to be creative right now, I'd be yeah. like bluffing. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so we like to kind of wrap up this interview with um, fun questions. We call it the facts. Okay. Um, so just like like random questions. So obviously, no, not necessarily random, but um, so the first question is, what is the most embarrassing fashion era for you? Um, a shark bite. What's, wait, what? what is that? No. You know, when I have little sweaters with the points on them. And oh, that, that oh, note that yeah. I shark bite. I oh, hate my. shark bite. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't close. They don't have buttons yeah. on Oh, so it's like a non-functioning sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm like, oh, shark bite. I hate shark bite. I didn't bite. know that's what it was called, though. Shark <laughs> bite. Now I know. Now we know. Nothing we learn something new. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, did you take anything from the set of Black Panther? Oh, <laughs> are you trying to out me? I took some black kente. Oh, okay. okay. You know, you deserve it, though. Exactly. Come on, you deserve like, it. Bring it back on the second yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're, just, you're just holding on to it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Same um, <laughs> if your house was burning down and you only had time to grab three items of clothing, what would it be? Oh, it would be um, my orange neoprene coat because it's kind of like an everything coat. It's fashionable. (laughs) It has a great shape. It looks like it could be a raincoat. It -hmm. might keep me warm. Um, I would grab my jeans because you can dress them Mm -hmm. up or down. Mm And I would grab oh my my uh, my boots that zip in the back. I have to have those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my boots zip in the back right yeah, now. No. The one I have no. on. I think that's yeah. a good. Jeans definitely jeans boots essential. Yeah. I yeah. like I like how you were quick with that. Yeah, yeah you knew. <laughs> I knew. Yeah, I, could I, I would. Yeah. I would sit there for a while. I know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like my wardrobe's trash anyway, so I'm like, <laughs> I just grab anything and leave. <laughs> yeah. uh, so our final question: We ask this to all our our guests. Um, is there an underrepresented voice in the industry? Industry, whether it be an actor, writer, costume designer, anyone in this industry that you think deserves more shine that isn't in the mainstream? Oh, like the prop department. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You never hear from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no award for props. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do That's the weapons. Weird. They don't. There isn't. They did all the weapons. When you see Michael B. Jordan, yeah. those weapons. Those weapons, That's though. props. Yeah. 
You know, the Kamoyo beads are not even mentioned. Did you ask me yeah. one question about the Kamoyo beads? I was the going... communication of Wakanda? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say that you took some Kamoyo beads with you. No, well, they gifted us some Kamoyo beads. Oh, oh my God. They should... That's some... That They need to sell those. Yeah. 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 So, like, who designs all those? It's just the, the product. It's not, it's not you. It's not Hannah. It's just... it's. it's well, it's yeah. Hannah. Uh. The prop department falls under the production department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, they are so... Um, hands on mm -hmm. that they design the weapons they have their they have meetings with the director and producers just like I do mm -hmm. um, they do displays of the weapons they have the, the people carving them and molding them and they're busy I like yeah. that yeah no, I like that you mentioned it because you're right. There isn't any award or anything, that, any really way to recognize them. I mean, production them. design, when they re receive their award or art direction, yeah. it includes them, but... but it's yeah, still, because yeah. but that's such a specific yeah. thing. Yeah, I want yeah. best props. Best props. Yeah. Props for props. <laughs> Hashtag props for props. <laughs> well, well, yeah, let's get props for props. Props for props. Props for props. Love it, love it. Well, okay. Ruth, well, thank, thank you. Thank you so, so much, much for stopping by oh and talking yes, with us. Um, and um, give uh, indeed my will. love. Oh my God! Look she's at connecting world. So happy that I talked to you. Uh, I'm cool. gonna call her right I after am. this. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so you. much.